This is Fred Stoller. You may know me from Seinfeld, Dumb and Dumber, Get Off the Phone, Everybody Loves Raymond, and the original OG Thrill Seeker. You know what I did? I'm going to rent a movie. I'm not going to rewind it. That's why I love this podcast. You are listening to Massive Late Fee with Mike and Mark. Oh, yeah. I used to just uh, return videos and not rewind them. Screw that late fee. Yeah. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. How you doing, Mike? Not too bad. Yourself? Good. We've had a good week here at Massive Late Fee. Uh, tomorrow on Retro Late Fee, we got a special surprise coming out for you, for any of you that happen to also listen to that podcast. And for those of you that don't, you're dead to me. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> but Mike, lots of yes, lots of interesting things that I found this week. I have a special game prepared for you, so you guys can look forward to that in a little bit. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. But one of the first things that I came across i I came across this kitchen towel. <laughs> Sock. Uh, things that you make stiff. Um, I I came across a drink. A, I came across, I came across this on TikTok. Weirdly, uh, someone said, "If you now that we know about TikTok, it's no longer the new hotness." Oh, of course, it's. We've we've uh went semi viral on TikTok. This 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 podcast has one of the videos that that we made has gone semi viral on TikTok, which means it's now it's over. Yeah. Kids are on something else now. Flutter Gork Live. Probably. That's where 16-year-olds like Kellyanne Conway just take off her her their her clothes and then her mom leaks the images to the world. Uh, allegedly. Anyway, so it said, uh, record yourself. I didn't actually record myself, but it said, record yourself before and after Googling 1992 space movie. And the first thing that comes up when you Google 1992 space movie is a movie called Gay N-Words from Outer Space. But it doesn't say N-Words. It says the word. What does it say? Oh, see, I thought it would be Space Jam. Right? I think that's 95, I think. I've never seen it because I'm not Jermaine Dupree. Right. Yeah, I've never seen it either. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Also, I fucking hate Michael Jordan. Me too. I mean, anyone from Detroit should. If not, uh, move to Chicago. Agreed. But I... Get into a gambling uh, arrangement with the Russian <laughs> mafia and they take out your dad. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Uh, have to uh, allegedly get, get found out uh, about your gambling problem and have to have a uh, a two year uh, paid suspension allegedly a retirement where you go and play baseball for the the owners of the the same of a team that that owns the uh, same owners for for the team that you just left ridiculous anyway so uh, gay n words from outer space is a nineteen ninety two Black exploitation or soul cinema short film directed 
Directed by Danish performance artist Morten Lindbergh. Ooh, Danish. That alone makes me know this is not appropriate. Yeah, and he's white uh, and Danish. So Oscar's so white. The film is a parody of the science fiction genre, allegedly. Uh, the plot follows a group of intergalactic homosexual black men from the planet Anus. Oh, it delivers so far. Yeah, a, uh, very subtle. Why not? Why not just make this a porno? I don't know. But they discovered... I mean, you'd watch it. <laughs> Note to self, Mark looked at the screen. Uh, I was just making sure the projector... Right. They discover the presence of female creatures on planet Earth. Using ray guns, they proceed to eliminate females one by one from Earth, eliciting gratitude from the previously oppressed male population. <laughs> My God, what's what? This guy's got some issues going on. Seriously, before leaving the planet, they leave behind a gay ambassador to educate the Earthlings about their new way of life. Uh, this dude, Morton Lindbergh, uh, also known as Master Fat Man, apparently, <laughs> uh, has five. Was married and has five children. Now that doesn't mean that he's not gay, but I. I don't, it seems like he was maybe not gay. So he's not gay and not black, but he decided to make this movie, which is only 26 minutes long, apparently. But here's... Saving you have to go the subject of that time frame. Here's the cast, Mike. Oh, by the way, Master Fat Man, uh, the guy that made this movie, is dead. He died in 2019, so... Oh, well, we know how that game goes. Right. <laughs> so, uh... Coco P. Delbert plays Armin Ass. <laughs> the character's name is Armin Ass. Very good. Sammy Solomon plays Captain B. Dick. <laughs> Gerald F. Hall is D. Ildo. Do you get it? Yeah. Dildo. Yeah, I get it, Mark. This one's a little less. Uh, this this one's a little less of a pun, a little less of a play on words, a little less subtle. Uh, Gibdorka De- Danish as Sergeant Shaved Balls. Okay. Remember back when in the mandrel where my balls were smooth as billiard balls. <laughs> That's right, exactly. You hear them clicking together sometimes. <laughs> Conrad Fields as Mr. Shul. And apparently, uh, Shul is a Dutch word, which means homosexual. Uh, and then Johnny Connie as black gay ambassador. And Tony Thomas as white gay ambassador. There are a lot of black uh, people in Denmark. Not that I'm aware of. I don't think it's a, you know, it's a big population. You know what they call their black population there? What? Daryl. <laughs> uh, the film begins in black and white and later turns to color in a way similar to The Wizard of Oz. According to director Morton Lindbergh, this was a dramatic special effect to illustrate the world being freed from vicious women. Jeez. So this guy's... Uh, this guy's a real cool guy. Yeah. 
Sorry to speak ill of the dead, but so if you want to hand, hand him a rifle and put him in a church. Exactly. If you so, if you want to, uh, you want to check out. Um, I'm sure he's fine. A good movie, then why don't you watch 1992's Gay N Words in Space? I don't think I'll be doing that. It's only 26 minutes long. We should do a commentary, Mike. <laughs> uh, I think I'll sit that one out. <laughs> I mean, I, I imagine it's just so terribly awful that there's really even nothing to say that could be better than just how bad it is. Yeah. That's the problem with doing really bad audio commentaries for really bad movies is that there's only, you can only say, oh, this sucks so many ways. Yeah, and then it's like it's just torturing yourself at a certain point. Yeah, it's like I, Aha, I watched uh, I watched Short Circuit two. I showed them. <laughs> I kind of like Short Circuit two actually. Yeah, that was a bad example because Los Machos will kick your balls in outer space, right? Uh, Durf. Also, Fisher Stevens is a uh, Indian. Apparently, he's an honorary Indian. Do you think? You think when he dies, he's going to have a uh, a, a grave? In India, just like um, Oscar Schindler does in Jerusalem. I don't know, but uh, do you think he'll be doing Apu's voice anytime soon? Oh, that'd be great. Didn't they... Uh, they just let that slide. <laughs> okay, okay. Didn't they deport Apu or something like that? Or I have no idea. I think it is going to be... Uh, Hank Azaria, I think, is going to be doing the voice again. Oh, he is? Like, going forward. But oddly enough, uh, Hank Azaria in the uh, terrible movie Mystery Men, which the only gem from it was a song, All-Star by Smash Mouth, mm-hmm. uh, he he plays another, like, person who's impersonating an Indian person. So I wonder if Hank Azaria just is into that. I don't know. Yeah. If you have ever dated Hank Azaria, and you, you know if he's into that in the bedroom, let us he's know. Like, imagine we're fucking in the Taj Mahal. <laughs> I built what? I built this to honor you when you're dead. Yes. Have you speaking of the Taj Mahal, uh although yes. that, that that actually that was on that was on what's it called? Talking uh, about Caesar. The oh, mo- another podcast? The no, the money drop or something. I can't remember what it's called. Uh million dollar money drop or something like that. It's a it's a game I show. No. I don't watch TV. I just watch streaming shit. And I have, by the way, I, I don't know how much I'm spending on streaming services right now. It's probably ridiculous because mm-hmm. I have Netflix, Hulu, mm-hmm. HBO Max, CBS All Access. Um, you know, maybe that's it. That's not too many. Four. I have four. Uh, Amazon too, right? I have Amazon as well, yes. Yeah, yeah I have Amazon. Which, Net- which I never watch except for the boys, which is great. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I have all of them. I don't have. I have pretty much every streaming service except for Quibi, and <laughs> I don't have. Title. I don't have uh, the CBS All Access, and I don't have Peacock. Yeah, I have Peacock as well. Which uh, apparently it, you get it for free, sort of. But if you want to watch anything, you have to pay. Like, there's not anything good on Peacock. Yeah, you can watch the first two seasons of The Office. After that, you get to pay. Oh, I didn't know you could even watch that much. Um, yeah, it's not good. CBS All Access I got because I think I mentioned this before. I was trying to illegally stream uh, NFL games uh, mm-hmm. last week. Yep. Yes. And then I couldn't find anywhere, so I'm like, ah, fuck, I'll do the free trial. But then I'm like, oh, yeah, the stand's on there, so I'm all caught up in the stand. But actually, this is a pretty natural transition. Um, you know what's a complete joy that I discovered on CBS All Access? And it's also on County Central for free. Mm. The Detroiters. Have you ever seen this? Oh, yes. I did see a couple episodes of this. 
Yeah, I've seen a couple episodes before, but I mostly hate it because my former coworker liked it and just something they liked. I just, you know, mm. naturally uh, hated. Right. Because uh, now that I work at it, no, they were uh, white, super white. <laughs> um, not like an albino or anything. Oh, they were too white. Yeah. I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> I'm a black man from Philly. Me and a little something. Uh, we don't agree with this shit. You got to be tough to live there. But regardless, uh, it's it's very funny. It's like surrealist humor, but it's also very dark at certain points. It is extremely vulgar, and it's I I love this. There's only two uh, seasons, mm-hmm. but that might be okay because another season maybe it wouldn't be as funny. But oh my god, this is the funniest fucking show I've seen in a long time. I'll have to check that out. Like I said, it's free on Comedy Central, but there are commercials. But honestly, if you if you're looking for a show, you know, a new show. The Detroiters, I mean, wow, it's very, very good. And also the show with uh, the guy Tim Robinson from The Detroiters, I think you should leave, I think it's called, something like that. That's very funny, too. That's how I'm like, okay, maybe I'll give this another shot, and I did, and I'm very happy I did. Oh, good. What's odd about this show, though, is there's so many local references. I sometimes wonder if people outside of like the Detroit area would, would enjoy it. I imagine they would, but it's just like aggressively local. I mean, there's so many references that, you know, a, a local Metro Detroiter would get that I don't think the average viewer is really getting. I don't know if that hurts the show outside of Detroit, but it's 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 really, uh, you know, fun to watch because, I mean, they shoot on location a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, you see places you've gone to. Like the Temple Bar is right. like where they go to drink, you know. It's it's just like, it's, it's, really, it's a really good show and it's really cool to see all these uh, like, you know, nice parts of Detroit that you don't always see on TV. Yeah. I like I like I a good local reference. Well, I, I honestly watch like the watch like the first three episodes of the show, and you'll have to watch the rest. It's it's very very good. Let's 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 watch Bernie Smilovitz. I don't know if they reference him, but Mort Krim is on the show. He's up in like every episode. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome, Mort Krim. And is it is a bit of a spoiler? They have like a they have a uh, they have an uh, an episode where they're having they're doing an advertisement for I think it's a furniture company. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Gardner White, you know, um, right. like the name. You, they actually reference a lot of local commercials, which again, outside of the Detroit area, I don't, I don't know that you care for it or not. Mm-hmm. But during this uh, commercial, like uh, they just let Mort Krim go, and he, he's talking about furniture, and then he just like goes on a rant about ISIS, <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets upset when they 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 uh, you know they. Uh, uh, air the commercial that doesn't feature him giving like a 20 minute rant on ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> Five, like really eight, eight, two, three hundred Empire. They have the father and son commercial in there. Oh, that's um, awesome. They have, they have a guy who's dressed up in sunglasses wearing like kind of like baggy hip hop type clothes. Mm-hmm. He has a really raspy voice. And that's Mr. Callan, I think they call it. Okay. He's like, why does a cartoon have to have that weird voice? <laughs> but it's, it's It's very good. I don't rem- honestly watch it right after you get done with us. You'll appreciate it. I don't remember if I talked about this when Colin was on or not. Cause I remember talking to Colin about this, but do you remember the Fredder commercials where everyone was like zombies? Yes. Things are better at Fredder. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they'd, they'd all be walking towards uh Fredder like zombies. Uh, I, love- I don't remember exactly where it was, but I know I've driven past it. It might still be this to this day. Fredder is no longer there, but there is still a Fredder Plaza, or at least there was oh, okay. like ten years ago, where Fredder was. Uh, Seth Rogen uh, posted on Twitter that he made these two vases, and I responded to him, "Where's the bong part?" Because I think that's that's something he would do. 
You should see these videos. Yeah, have you heard about his his Twitter fight with uh, Ted Cruz this week? Oh no, he got into a fight with Ted Cruz. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, Seth Rogen's a fucking Canadian, so who cares? Was it about the Princess Bride? Ted Cruz is also Canadian. I don't know. Oh my god. Let's see. Beto O'Rourke says, "Sorry to sorry to get political, guys, but." Beto O'Rourke says, why does he keep this fight going with Seth Rogen, even though he's getting destroyed at every turn? Because he's guilty of sedition. He's hoping distraction and time diminish the urgency of accountability. Don't let him change the channel on the subject. It is sedition every time. Okay. So I disagree. I don't think Ted Cruz was like part of the plot to like storm the Capitol and that sort of thing. I think he's just like a douchebag. Well, he definitely is a douchebag, that's for sure. I mean, I honestly don't, I mean, unless I find some compelling evidence that suggests otherwise. And also, I, I might point out that now that the Democrats are back in charge, I'm, I'm back slowly boarding the anti-Democrat train because I'm just an asshole. I hate whoever's in power. I, uh, I, I've, been, I've been on the anti-Democrat train for a while, too. At least the, mo- most, most Democrats. There are a few, there's a few politicians here and there that I'm like, okay, you, you seem like you're cool and you want to do cool stuff. But most of them I hate. I again, I think I've said this before. I can't wait till the uh, superpowered artificial intelligences take over all the important tasks of government, and then mm. we don't have to worry about these people. Exactly, it's just a matter of time, Mark. Yeah, well, I can't wait. Oh. I'd say twenty years. Like uh, we probably won't need a government, and also <laughs> uh, most jobs most jobs will be gone too, which isn't good. Let's see. Uh, wow. So, so I don't know. I don't, is it a fight? Like most of the stuff that he's saying is you're a fucking fascist. Shut up and go away. Uh, all jokes aside. Yeah, I forgot he was Italian. <laughs> all jokes aside, Ted Cruz is a fascist piece of shit. Um, and then like, I, I don't know. I just don't, uh, it doesn't, it just seems more like name calling, but, uh, we should get Ted Cruz on the podcast. Oh, I'd love to get Ted Cruz on the podcast to talk about. No, I mean, in all honesty, not to like, be an bride. asshole or, or rip on him and shit like that. I, I, I'm I'm genuinely curious as to like his worldview. You know, I mean, how can you be so like opposed to every like the consensus? Which I mean, obviously, the majority of this country votes Democrat, and I think honestly, I think oh, the CIA is silent. I think Donald. Like... I think uh, Donald Trump is going. Can you not hear me? Uh, I, I missed you for for a minute. You cut out for a minute. Oh, but I was saying, I, I think we may have actually seen our last Republican president. I think uh, Donald Trump's going to form his own uh, MAGA party and it's going to split the Demo- the Republicans. Yeah. But I honestly wonder, I mean, his worldview is a lot different from mine, but I mean, he professes that he has the same, you know, American values and stuff. I wonder what he thinks about things. I mean, I don't know if it's based in religion or just pure assholeism. Did you know that Ted Cruz apparently like fucking drinks soup constantly? Yeah, he definitely has the face of someone that is constantly. Eating yeah, soup. I mean, he's gone on record like when it, like when he goes to Congress or, or you know the Senate or whatever, he just eats soup all day. I mean, it fucking looks like he eats soup all day. Yeah, it really does. But yeah, see if it'll be on. All right, I'll try. I'll go. I'll go on Twitter this week and I'll try to. To get him on, and I'll see. I'll try to get him and and Seth Rogen on together. Can you get him and the Zodiac Killer on at the same time? Ooh. Hey, uh, uh, Zodiac, why is uh, why is the phone number for you the same as the phone number for Ted Cruz? Hello. 
real Zodiac killer? <laughs> oh, they fi- they figured out who that was apparently, or something, right? Or they figure out one of his ciphers. No, they broke one more of his code, which is just fucking dumb. Yeah, good. For and that. oddly enough, they found that it was like a uh, it had similarities to a military code from the fifties. Uh-huh. So oh, maybe, maybe it was my military. dad. He was either in the. He said he said the Zodiac killings were just a fad, so it might be. <laughs> yeah, my dad was in the military in the fifties. He was in just a fad. <laughs> All right. Speaking of fads, Mike, we uh, the co- <laughs> hopefully the coronavirus is this just is natural. Hopefully the coronavirus is just a fad because uh, now. We have Kinda, a, yeah. we have a vaccine that uh, that hopefully will help us combat this dreaded disease. But not everyone might take uh, the vaccine, despite the overwhelming Good. evidence. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they say it like m- much of the common colds we have now. Some of them are coronaviruses, so eventually it'll just be like something you get when you're young and get over it. Like, uh, what are the other things you get when you're young? Like, like foot and mouth disease is usually okay. Younger yep. child thing, yeah. Yeah, chicken pox. Pedi- pediatric AIDS. Right, exactly. Uh, Probably not. F- feline leukemia. Let's not talk about that. That's for a cat. I have there. three cats. You can't fucking talk about that. <laughs> That's off limits. Mike's been triggered. Much but- like uh, Billy Joel, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> That's right. We can talk about kids getting cancer, but not cats with AIDS. You, you can, not me. I, I'm not with that. Uh, anyway, so uh, there are a list of of many many people out there that are that do not support vaccinations or I'm all over this. Vaccinations. So we much like our former uh, a schoolmate who is the head of the uh, Michigan uh, Bar and uh, Restaurant Society. Oh, is he an anti-vaxxer too? No, but he sued the government to re- to open up restaurants. So the more restaurants that open up, the more coronavirus spreads. So blood on your hands. Yeah. I I actually am quote-unquote friends with him on Facebook. So I see his posts occasionally and, uh, yeah. He was too busy making out with his cousin to uh, assess the proper risks. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Never forget. Oh, my God. That's all right. That's right. He did. Oh, oh. Yeah, uh, just just for all the listeners out there, don't pick up chicks at a family reunion, right? I mean, it was Actually, all. I think it. I think he saw the family reunion. Like, oh hell no! It was only his first cousin by blood. Um, uh, yeah, Rudy Gi- Giuliani approves. So anyway, our our game is uh celebrity. Hey, actually, yeah. Real quick, Mark, do you think there's any blood on your hands? Uh, when I scratch my psoriasis, there's often blood on my hands. No, do you think you've ever like accidentally like made a tweet or a comment maybe on Facebook or Reddit or something that caused some death? Hmm. Ah, uh, I mean, it's possible. I don't know. That's, that's an interesting question. I feel like I've maybe said, uh, like, done some shit talking on like Reddit or maybe Facebook or Twitter.com. That may have contributed to somebody's suicide, but I don't think I've directly oh. caused a suicide or death. I mean, I've piled on, but I'm not the uh, initial. You are the violent. instigator. You're not getting the. No, you're not getting no, the extra no, penalty. No. <laughs> I, uh, I try to resist, but I, I I have a lot of trouble like just not ripping on people on Facebook, especially when they say dumb shit. Mm-hmm. In the early days, like, 
In the early days of the internet, I sent a lot of emails to uh, the Ramses talking about how ugly I thought their daughter was and how she was worthless. So I don't know. If, I don't know if that contributes anything. Nah. I also told the Ramirez kids that uh, I thought their parents were too strict. So maybe I don't know. All my references are from the mid '90s because that's all. I, that's yeah. all I can pay attention to yeah. anymore. Hey, you're on AOL.com uh, doing all this shit, right? <laughs> I once gave Andrew Canadian directions to a certain. Never mind. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sure uh, I didn't do that. I could be like Stewie in that uh, Family Guy thing where he says uh, she's cheating on you, Juice. <laughs> and if I was in your Bruno Mollies, I wouldn't stand for it anymore. <laughs> Are you, uh, do you still watch, uh, Family Guy? No. Yeah, I haven't for a while. Yeah, I graduated college, so. <laughs> Actually, I didn't, but. <laughs> sure you did, Mark. But, uh, no, I, I haven't watched it in a long time. You know who watches it now? My daughter. So I hear about it from her. My 15-year-old daughter, which seems appropriate. That's the appropriate age to watch Family Guy. Yeah, about, I mean, I think maybe like 15 to like 21. Right. A sophisticated adult watches Futurama. That's correct. I have heard. I'm sorry, you have a game? Oh, yeah, go ahead. I do, I do have a game, but real quick, I've heard, I think, I don't, I don't think I'm, did I mention this to you? I don't even remember. But I heard that uh, uh, Liam Neeson has said that Seth Rogen has a, or Seth, Seth Rogen, Seth McFarlane has approached him about doing a remake of The Naked Gun. Huh. And I could kind of see Liam Neeson in that um, Frank Drebin only role. If there's a green, only if he's a green grocer. Right, exactly. That's what Do I'm we, saying. Like that, his delivery in that is is pretty much the humor style. Yeah, but don't do this because we don't need these fucking movies anymore. We don't need uh, not another teen movie, right. Naked Gun, um, the vampire movie that Miss Russell saw when we saw her at the Abbey Theater that one time, dead <laughs> loving it. Dracula dead and loving it. She said she liked it. Yeah, the the Mel Brooks classic with, uh, what's her name, Amy Yazback, I think that was the redheaded yeah. girl. Mel Brooks made good movies for like a 10-year period. Anything beyond that, don't touch. Yeah, he made good movies when Gene Wilder was writing them with him. <laughs> Did he write them? I didn't know that. Yeah, Gene. well, Gene Wilder co-wrote Young Frankenstein. He co-wrote The Producers, and he co- I think he co-wrote... Two Jews and a Gentile. Or no, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Gene Wilder's buddy, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor uh, co-wrote Blazing Saddles. So, like... You know, three of his best movies were co-written by, you know, two two comedic geniuses that made that movie yes. where one's deaf and one's blind. Remember that? <laughs> what was it called? Sir Crazy? No. no Stir Crazy. Was, no Evil, Hear No Evil? I think that's what it was called, yeah. Stir Crazy is one of the ones they did. Uh, and then Sil- The Silver Streak. I don't know. And, and yeah, I think it's uh, See No Evil, Hear No Evil or something like that. You know, uh, a young... Uh, a, a young uh, pederast was in that movie. Oh, Lord. Stephen Collins? No, Kevin Spacey. Aw, it's true. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to see. Uh, stop it. 
Uh, yeah, see no evil, hear no evil. That's what it's called. Nineteen eighty nine. How old was the guy that uh, Kevin Spacey was trying to fuck? I think he was like fifteen. Okay, I would say if he's sixteen or seventeen, I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not being funny. I mean, for men, if you're like sixteen or seven, if you were a sixteen year old man and you had a, a very attractive teacher and you had sex with her, you're happy about that, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick here, but I mean, uh, men are uh, really into fucking at a young age. So a 15 year old or six year old gay man, uh, yeah, it's probably not as uh, like predatory as you might think. Well, 16 year old girls too. If you're a tr- like it, people that want to have sex with 16 year old girls or whatever, that's not pedophilia, apparently, according to my wife, who's uh, who works in the field. Uh, it's, I can't remember what it's called. You did a lot of research, huh? It's called, yes, I have. It's called, it's called something else and I can't remember what it's called, but pedophilia is like, it's a, a mental disorder where you're attracted to children, but at six, at at least if, if the girl has gone through puberty, because after they go through puberty, it's something else. Because then they have womanly features. At arrest, maybe. Yeah, it's something like that. I can't remember exactly, but it's 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 also a crime, of course. But it's a different. It's not the same psychological disorder. Right. Uh, but speaking of psychological disorders, <laughs> I have a game uh, filled with celebrities with psychological disorders. Uh, they don't like vaccinations. It's it's celebrity anti-vaxer or. I don't know what the what the alternative is. Celebrity anti-vaxxer or sane person? Celebrity anti-vaxxer or hero? I don't know. Or person who understands science. Yeah. So, uh, Mike, I'm going to li- read a list of names. And then you're going to tell me if okay. that person is an anti-vaxxer or not. Glenn Howerton, yes. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> what? It's Dennis from It's Always Sunny. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't know his name. Is he an anti-vaxxer? He's not on my list. Kind of. Oh, okay. I think these people. I think the people on my list are more more vocal about it. I'm gonna start off with uh, an easy one. Uh, okay. So first, uh, Penn Gillette. No. Welcome. Correct. Uh, 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 probably aggressively not an anti-vaxxer. I don't think we talk about him enough, but Pendulette is a fucking gift to this world. He's a genius. Absolutely. I love Pendulette. I'll try to get him on the show too, Mike. Okay, thanks. All right, another easy one. Uh, Jenny McCarthy. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Big... How much blood do you think is on her hands? Oh, at least, at least 15 kids, right? I'd say a thousand dead kids because of Jenny McCarthy, but to be fair, she was on Singled Out. That's true. Uh, she did shake her ass on Singled Out with Chris Hardwick. Is that who hosted that show? Yes, I feel that Carmen Electra was better though. Agreed. I I never got I never got into the whole Jenny McCarthy's like I'm I'm like a guy and I can fart too and be hot. I, I didn't like that. Want to fart on my tits? Right, exactly. <laughs> not, not my thing. Uh, I guess uh, to each his own Wahlberg, right? <laughs> are they still? Are they? Are they still together? I don't know. I don't know. Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. <laughs> I was in a Saw movie. 
Uh, unfortunately. Br- I shot Bruce Willis at the beginning of The Sixth Sense, so he was a ghost the whole time. Oh, spoilers. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Anyway, uh, how about Jim Carrey? Funny man, Jim Carrey. Quote, unquote, funny man in 1985, maybe. Right. But I'm going to say no. He is an anti-vaxxer. Oh, that makes sense. He had it sexually transmitted to him. Yeah, through Jenny McCarthy. That's correct. Didn't he kill his girlfriend with pills? Uh, did he? I don't know. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> How much blood's on his hands? Hey, let's get Fred Soler on this bitch. Oh, uh, we should. Contact Fred. You got the connection with you Fred. Do it. You right, do it. I'll do it then. Um, all right. Uh, how about Charles Sheen, a.k.a. Charlie Sheen? He's got full-blown AIDS, so yes. Correct. He is an anti-vaxxer. Only he hadn't had unprotected sex. Apparently, he was such an anti-vaxxer that he almost got into a physical fight with, what's her name, Is his ex-wife, uh, about um, getting their kids vaccinated. Denise Richards? Yeah, Denise Richards. But I feel like maybe he just... I bet she's taller than him. He's like 5'8". Yeah. He might have raped Corey Haim. That's true. That's what they say. Well, that's what Corey Haim said before his death. Before he died. How much blood's on Corey Haim's hands? Or or Charlie Sheen's? Not a lot for Corey Haim, but Charlie Haim... Charlie Sheen's been like fucking unprotected for a while. Charlie. I feel like maybe it wasn't so much the vaccinations. Charlie Sheen just looks for an excuse to to beat up Denise Richards. Probably. How how tall is he? Five eight. Yeah, he's five five. It says he's five eight. I bet he's closer to five six. Probably. What's Emilio up to? Who Emilio? Oh, okay. Well, Emilio is yeah. my next one. Is Emilio uh, an anti vaxxer or not? No. Correct. He is not an anti-vaxxer. Doing well so far. He doesn't share his brother's crazy theories, apparently. What was the last thing he was in? Oh, your mom. Uh Oh, Oh, gotcha. Thanks for for teleporting back to 1992. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. The last thing that... Emilio Estevez was in was something called The Public, which he wrote and directed. Well, that's not he wasn't. He wasn't in it. That was 2018. The last thing that he was in was the L.A. Riot Spectacular in 2005. Thank you. A satire film about the 1992 Los Angeles riots. Yeah, that's 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 ripe for a satire. Absolutely. You know who else was in that movie though? Christopher Christopher McDonald. <laughs> Shooter McGavin? Yeah, he was in it. And Jonathan Lipnicki. Why is that name familiar? He was in uh, um, the oh, movie with Tom Cruise. Jerry Maguire. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's why his name's familiar. The human head weighs eight pounds or whatever. Wouldn't cut off. Oh, wow. Oh, let's see. And then on television, the last thing that he was in was uh, an episode of Two and a Half Men. Oh. Episode title, The Devil's Lube. 
Oh, Lord. <laughs> what does it say about our country that Two and a Half Men was like a top-rated TV show? Says a lot of people in this country are dumb. Have you ever seen it? I've watched it like, mm-hmm. at the gym once. It was on. I watched it for like 30, literally 30 seconds. It was so bad. Yeah, it's not good. That, the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, that's the Chuck Lorre-averse. Chuck Lorre does all those... Uh... Yeah, does all those movies, all those TV shows. They're bad. Grace Under Fire, no, thank you. <laughs> My wife loves Grace Under Fire, though. I'm sorry, Mark's wife. <laughs> all right, how about uh, since we're since we're talking about the Big Bang Theory, how about Mayim Bialik? She was uh, she, she was she's a side. So I would guess no. She's not an anti-vaxxer. She is an anti-vaxxer. Well, she's a fucking idiot. What did you say? Because she's a scientist, yeah. Yep. The sun is gonna surely shine. (laughs) Yep. Fuck you. (laughs) Anyone who's an anti-vaxxer, fuck them. Mm -hmm. Well, do you want to fuck Alicia Silverstone or no? In 1992, possibly, but she is definitely an anti-vaxxer. She is an anti-vaxxer. That is correct. I'm like 100% so far. <laughs> You're pretty good so far. What about uh, what about Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo himself, Rob Schneider? Well, he's a fucking idiot, so he's probably an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> he is an anti-vaxxer. That's correct. Deuce Bigelow, too, is almost okay. Uh, how about... Liam Neeson. We know no. that we know that he goes around looking for uh, no. for guys with with his crowbar. But is he an anti vaxxer? He is co- not. You're correct. He is not an anti vaxxer. What, what about, about his wife, Tasha Hendricks? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I shoot too. Isn't what? No, his wife was Miranda Richardson, right? Maybe. Yeah, Miranda Richardson. I think. Natasha Richardson's her sister. I think that's the one that's still alive. I'm not alive. The other one was anti not falling down when you're on a mountain skiing. Oh, holy sunny Bono. Uh, we're not going to get Liam Neeson on now. <laughs> oh, is it about guys like who get in their 50s and they're suddenly fucking action stars? Yeah. I mean, did you think Liam Neeson was an action star? No. Or Bob Odenkirk? Yeah, Bob Odenkirk's doing one of those. You were on Mr. Show. You're not a fucking action star. Right. No one's going to buy this. Ugh. Uh, speaking of buying this, though, what about... Uh, would you buy that Juliette Lewis is an anti-vaxxer? She is a Scientologist, so I wouldn't like him too, but yes, she probably is. Yeah. Yes. I have a couple Scientologists on the list, like Danny Masterson, Jenna Elfman. My friend uh, Matt thinks that Juliet Lewis looks like she has uh, like some kind of a mental disability. <laughs> oh my god, she kind of does. Look at her. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Like she's just a little bit not there. Like maybe when she was young, she actually took a blow to the uh, uterus when she was in utero. Oh my god! Just one though. So wait, someone hit her uterus while she was in her mom's uterus? 
Someone hit her mom in the uterus on oh, okay. accident, gotcha. but just once. All right. A touch. <laughs> she was on. She was on a busy street in New York, and some guy elbowed her and turned around. And was like, "Hey, it's just a touch." Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> it was just a touch. Uh, and then uh, Jerry Seinfeld and uh, and Larry David were standing across the street looking at the whole incident, and they were like, Jerry's like, no, nah, it seemed like just a touch. Oh, I haven't seen that show. Uh, what about Bill Maher? Ben's favorite, not anymore. But Oddly enough, he, I believe he is a anti-vaxxer because he's a fucking idiot. He is also an anti-vaxxer and a fucking idiot, I agree. Yes. Did you know that Bill Maher's got the uh, secret to? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's just, he's keep... just giving away the secrets to everything uh, every Sunday at 8 p.m. or whatever the fuck he's on. That's right. Real time. Uh, okay. Um, is Tony Braxton going to unbreak your heart? Is, is she an anti-vaxxer? Yes. Yeah, she is an anti-vaxxer. You're right. You are all over this. And she had a song like uh, 15 years ago, so good for No, I'm sorry, 25 years ago. That's right. <laughs> we'll be covering it soon. I'll uh, break your fucking knowledge of science, bitch. <laughs> I didn't mean that in a sexist way. <laughs> uh, Adam Sandler. Yes. Not on my list. Oh, really? I'm surprised because he's pretty fucking dumb. I couldn't find anything on Adam Sandler being an anti-vaxxer. Very nice. But if you are Mr. Sandler, let us know so we can thoroughly rinse you. What about Jessica Biel? Yes. What about Jessica Biel's with an S? Yes. I I don't think she's... I don't think she is. I don't know. Or no, Jennifer Beals. That's what I meant. Oh, Je- you fuck. No. Jessica Beale is. Yes. You got that yes, one. Yes, but Jennifer Beale is no. Uh, what about Selma Blair? Hmm. That's a good question. I know she has MS. I'm going to say no. She she is. She is an anti-vaxxer. Ah! She says vaccines give... Uh, the, the give the sisters of people MS. That's what she says. Well, she's dumb. Her sister got a vaccination. She said it retroactively dumb. gave her MS. <laughs> You're not smart. Uh, last one, Robert De Niro. Good old Bobby De Niro. Hmm, I'm going to say no. He is. Did you? Was every answer a yes on this fucking quiz? Almost every one of them. Yep. Ah, really? Robert De Niro? I'm shocked. Not really, but I'm surprised. He was, So here's the thing. He tweeted out some stuff about, uh, you know, anti-vaccination stuff, and then he partnered with Robert De Niro, or not Robert De Niro, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., who's a big, uh, you ever hear him talk? <laughs> He's got, I, it's not All fun. I know is he should avoid hotels. Right. At least the kitchens. Or the kitchens, yeah. yeah. He's, I know it's not fun to make fun of him because he's uh, he's got some sort of disease that makes his voice sound like that. But, uh, oh, he? yeah, he's, I, I don't know what it is, but he's got something wrong with his throat or whatever. It makes his voice, like, really wavy. But anyway, so he 
he's a big anti-vaxxer too, apparently, because, you know, maybe he was uh, hit while he was in utero too. <laughs> His mom was his mom was uh you know standing in the kitchen and uh, a, a busy busboy came by. I'm walking here. Hey, do you have a gun? And a uh, woman with an umbrella opened it twice. Right. Don't worry about it. Anyway, so he's he's a big anti-vaxxer. I guess Robert De Niro partnered with him about some like they they said, "Hey, we'll give $100,000 to anybody that has definitive proof." that the mercury in the naturally occurring mercury in some vaccinations is uh, actually higher than the legal limit or whatever. And so far, no one's been able to collect that price. Haven't they not used mercury since like the nineties? Yeah, it's not in, it's in, I think it's in like two vaccinations that are not commonly given out anymore. And that's it. But there's like I hope uh, Robert De Niro doesn't fall off the edge of the flat Earth. Yeah, exactly. It it, it breaks my heart too because I like Robert De Niro a lot, and he's normally pretty intelligent of a person. Some of these people they fall into this stupid shit. How do you figure that he's intelligent? Well, I've heard him. I've heard him talk about stuff that isn't politics and and isn't acting. On some interviews, and he seems—he seems like he knows what he's talking about. Like he seems—he seems fairly well read. See, I heard on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he sounded like a fucking idiot. Really? Well, maybe he is because he's because he's an anti-vaxxer. Most actors are. Yeah. That's why I'm not an actor. I was too smart. I tried to—I tried to get in, and they said you're not good at feigning emotions, and you're. And you're too smart. And I said, oh, okay, it's I'm too smart then. And I said I was ugly. But all I heard was I was too smart. So that's why I'm not an actor. Um, That's the story there. Well, that is, uh, that's about the limit on our, our time here this week, Mike. Do you have anything you want to say to people? Get your vaccinations or whatever? Uh, yeah, if you're eligible, get your vaccination for the COVID-19 virus. That, that's helpful. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, if you want Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> I don't know how. Write to the show. if Write to the show if you want Girl Scout cookies, and we'll get them to you somehow. Yes, somehow. Where you're going to have to give us your address. And, uh, yeah, but we'll get them to you. Honestly, I wouldn't order them uh, for delivery. That's way too expensive. If you have a local Girl Scout group, sign up with them. Yeah, but I'm trying to get I'm trying to get uh, your Girl Scout cookies sold. I mean, if you're in the local area, yeah. Otherwise, it's really not worth it. There's plenty of local groups you could hook up with. I'm not giving out your address. You're gonna have to ship them to these people. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to do that. If you live in Metro Detroit, sure. If you don't, fuck off. Find what, a local person. What about a th- what if a thousand people want to order cookies from you and they're going to pay fifteen dollars for shipping? That's fine. Shipping is a lot. I mean, like one box is four, or some are six dollars, but mm-hmm. shipping is so much. Yeah. Well, make some money. Just upcharge them on shipping and make some money off this. 
I won't do that. Scam some of our listeners, Mike. I wouldn't do that. All right. Well, if you do want to give us money, go to Patreon and give us money. Yes. And we'll send you a box of uh, Girl Scout cookies, maybe. One lucky winner will get a box of Girl Scout cookies. Yes, and there'll be s'mores, which are $6. All right. We will see you next time. Bye. Yes.